Hey, welcome to another episode of Expedition Marriage. I am Chris. I'm here with my lovely bride, Jamie. And thank you for joining us, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's on your favorite podcasting platform. We're glad you're here. And we want to actually talk to you about trying to regain trust mm-hmm. with your spouse. Or it, knowing if you can. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, that's, the, that's the main question is, can mm-hmm. you trust your spouse again? Right. Yeah, that is the big question. And we'll hear that from couples in counseling who are wanting to regain trust. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe there was an acute incident that happened, mm-hmm. which I think that's what we think normally mm-hmm. when we're thinking of, can we regain trust, that there was one big thing happened, like adultery or something mm-hmm. like that. But it could have been because there was a, a history of, of repeated right. things that have occurred as well. Right. And sometimes I think, especially I will speak for Christian women in this, <laughs> is we think forgiveness equals automatic trust. And we think that's part Mm. of the process. And so we hear from a lot of women who are just desperate to trust their spouse Mm -hmm. and they're trying to trust their spouse, but the reality is their spouse is giving them absolutely no reason that they should, Right. but they feel, well, that's part of forgiveness. And Mm -hmm. I automatically, because I forgive them, I automatically should trust them. Mm. That is not the case. Forgiveness does not have to be earned, but trust does. And so this may be a question you're asking if, you know what, I've been hurt. I don't know if I can trust my spouse again, but it also might be a question that you need to be asking because it's important because trust is foundational yeah. in a relationship. So, you need to build on yeah, it. Yeah, again, not just can you trust your spouse again, mm-hmm. should you trust your spouse again. Right. Right. So I guess that maybe maybe that's a double titled yeah. know, episode. Because this is kind of, I mean, another way to phrase that question is, is my spouse trustworthy? Mm-hmm. Because you have to have trust in your relationship. I mean, just look at our relationship with the Lord. Remove trust from that. And what do you have? You have no relationship with the Lord. If you do Mm -hmm. not trust that he sent his son to die for your sins, if you do Mm -hmm. not trust that he is who he says he is, if you do not trust that his word is true, you don't know him. Yeah, that lacks faith. Yes, you have no ability to know him Mm -hmm. because without trust... I mean, there's lies, there's betrayal, there's fear, all of these different things. You cannot build a relationship upon that. And I think there's a lot of women, and I will speak to women. This is not to say that men are not in these situations, Mm -hmm. but from us personally, we hear from a large majority of women who are struggling with this trust, but you have to be able to trust the person that you're with if you're going to move forward in a relationship. That's got to be part of it. Else you're building your marriage on a lie and you're going to feel vulnerable. You're going to feel anxiety. You're mm-hmm. going to feel stressed out mm-hmm. all the time because you don't have that foundation of trust. Right. Well, yeah, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of, you mm-hmm. know, second guessing. And we've talked about that in prior episodes where this it's this anxiety that will start mm-hmm. kicking us up into emotional reactivity yeah. into this self-protection. And it's always on the edge of, of even healthy couples who haven't. Yeah had one of those incidences, right, who who are, are still falling into self-protection and to emotional reactivity because of this anxiety. So we right. have some a reason to be anxious on top of that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so you may very well have valid reasons to distrust your spouse or for that anxiety. That anxiety may be, actually be a red flag saying you shouldn't trust them mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they have not given you any evidence of of trustworthy behavior. And so you do have anxiety because 
you don't know if they're lying or not. Mm -hmm. You don't know if they're going to do that thing again. You don't have evidence of that and you, you're just unsure. And so you can't move forward with that. And when we're talking about rebuilding trust, you have to rebuild trust in a relationship in your marriage when there's been betrayal. Yeah. And that betrayal, you mentioned it a little bit. It could be, we all think of the adultery and sure, that is the biggest, biggest form of betrayal, but there's lying, there's repeated disappointments, there's untrustworthy chronic behavior mm-hmm. in marriages that can happen. And there are four common types of betrayal. And one of them, you know, I think this ha- this happens more in maybe friendships, but it absolutely can happen in a marriage relationship is not honoring confidentiality. Oh, yeah. So that betrayal yep, of trust, like this was between us and you went and told your friends. This one, I mean, I'll, I'll throw the wives under the bus a little bit because women are probably way more likely to complain about the flaws of their spouse or talk about their husband's problems behind their husband's back to their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Well, I and, I and look, I'll call out some men because it's not like men aren't going to, not necessarily their, to their guy friends, mm-hmm. they're going to their moms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that right there, that feeds into the next one. The other type of betrayal is disloyalty, oh, which yeah. is not supporting, not taking your stance. It's it's not having your spouse's back. Mm-hmm. And like with the in-laws, there's a lot of issues where it's like, you know what, you care more about what your mom thinks mm-hmm. than what mm-hmm. I think. You'd rather please your mom than please me. Yeah, Things like that, where it's like, there's a disregard for how your spouse feels and you're prioritizing even coworkers, friends, whatever it is, your image, your your parents over your spouse. It's a, you know what, I don't have your back. I care mm-hmm. more about these other people or these other things. That is a trust yeah, breaker. You, you just need to suck it up so that way it'll make me feel better and while I'm dealing with these people. Or yes. so I don't have conflict or issues with these people because you're the one who's married to me. So you're the one who's supposed mm-hmm. to bear a brunt. That's uh, right. You know, versus, That's right. Versus a parent who gave birth to you who should be bearing a brunt. Right. Right. This is really a, I, I can't trust you to support me. I can't trust you to have my back in things. Right. And then the other one, the big one we talked about is infidelity. I oh, mean, yeah. clearly that is a huge breaker of trust. And then this one is, I think happens a lot is dishonesty. Oh, you know, yeah. it's, and these don't even have to be huge things, but the little lies in marriage, I think that's something that affected us. Oh, sure. Well, and we, especially when it's chronic, yeah. right? That, that yeah. there's, there's the acute, there's the big things that happen that really get our attention. It's mm-hmm. the chronic things that start to slowly wear away yeah. and just to, I guess you could think of it, or I was thinking of like a material, the more you kind of keep rubbing it, the more mm-hmm. the thinner it gets and mm. the more holes that start to come yeah. up and, and you start to see through it or even, I guess, poking at a, a water balloon. Um, yeah. And yeah, because I was, that was something certainly being a pleaser, I'd like to say yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me an opportunity to say yes to something, I'll tell you yes. Yeah. yeah Feels sure. good. Feels good. Makes you happy. But then with lack the follow through mm-hmm. because I would over yes. Yeah. And I yeah. would say yes to things that I couldn't follow through to. And you began to be undependable. Right. Oh yeah. You would say you would do all of these things and then fall through and mm-hmm. not follow through. And like that slowly but surely dwindled my trust. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't count on you to sure. do the things you say you're going to do. Well, and even better, I'd blame you. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, then why didn't you say you, no? You know I've got all this other stuff to do. Right. 
<laughs> right. And so how could you have these expectations of me to follow through with my, let my yes be yes right, and my yeah. no be no. What, what are you thinking? <laughs> thinking I'm going to follow through with what like, I say I'm be, going be to do. Be a man do. of character. Right. <laughs> right. And so, and you weren't being malicious with that. You no. weren't, you know, intentionally being harmful or you didn't have a goal to dwindle away, you know, our twelve. a road trust. trust. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we do some things because they're self-protective mm -hmm. and it's a matter of needing to learn to grow. And that right there is also why it's important that we do need to hold our spouses accountable and we do need to help them become trustworthy because that's better for them. Mm, Me mm -hmm. calling you out on that is helpful, helpful for you to grow. Yeah. But if I were to just tolerate it and just get resentful and just deal with it, you are, I'm rolling out the red carpet for you to continue to walk in sinful behavior. Absolutely. And, and let's, can I qualify that holding accountable? Just, uh -huh. just cause I think sometimes people get the wrong impression. You're not the parent. We're not asking right. you to parent your, your spouse. Yeah, that never goes well. No. We're just asking you to, to, if there is a feeling, if there's mm -hmm. a struggle, if there's something, it's okay to call it out. Yeah. It's okay to, 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 for Jamie to say, you know why, but you mm -hmm. said you do this. Right. Yeah. And, and I need to trust yeah. that you're going to do the things you say you're going to do. Yeah. And if you're not, if you couldn't do mm -hmm. it, then why did you tell me yes? Instead yeah. of I'll try or instead of saying no, but maybe I, I, I might be able to find time later on, right. you know, something else instead of just like, Oh sure. I've got it. Yeah. Because, or even when you knew mm. that, Oh, I'm finding out I'm not, I don't have time for this. Could you come to me and say, I am so sorry. I mm. thought mm -hmm. I was going to be able to do this but I can't. Right. Just yeah. that honesty being transparent. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's, that's a good point though. Cause we're not one another's parents and we do not want to, mm -mm. yeah. These, and we're not asking you to do that. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't want these, these parent child relationships. <laughs> I mean, there's no, no, yeah, no. I guess let's, we could put it a different way. Very few well-adjusted people want to be intimate with with a parent, parent or, yeah or yeah yeah okay very few how about well, all all all, <laughs> all. no well-adjusted people well, yeah we'll leave it at that yes yes so we want you to have trust in your marriage and you know because it is like we said it is foundational mm -hmm. and if you don't have trust you can't have intimacy mm -mm. you're Respect. not going to get close to somebody who you're always worried they're going to burn you sure you're not going to get close to somebody who you have to walk on eggshells around mm -hmm. you know, and now you're in a relationship where we can't even make eye contact. I don't know if I can believe you. There's no growth. Mm -hmm. If you don't have trust, you don't have growth. You don't respect somebody because that was another thing that affected us. Over mm -hmm. time, I started losing respect for you. And it's what you said. I wasn't being a man of character. Right. Well, you know what? I want to respect somebody who has character. And mm -hmm. so that was really hard. It dwindles away at that. There's no safety and security because mm. at any moment you can be hurt, sure. you know, by this spouse and you're not going to be vulnerable around them mm. because if, I'm not going to share my full self with you if I can't trust you, you know, to take care of me and to treat me gently in that. And so we want you to have trust in your marriage. You have to have trust if you want a healthy marriage. Sure, you can have a marriage without it, but it's going to be a miserable one. You're right. And not to say that there aren't going to be instances where trust is going to be tried and, yes. and there's not going to be failings. We are we are mere mortals mm -hmm. and we are going to fail. If, if anything that, if you don't know this yet as a married person... Your spouse will fail at one point or time. Okay. Yeah. They, mm -hmm. they, you cannot throw all your eggs into that basket. 
Yeah. But it's what, what happens when you do fail. How do you recover? What do you yes. do about it? So that way we know, hey, you know what? I can trust them as a mere mortal. I shouldn't trust them as God, but mm-hmm. I can trust them as a mere mortal and give them the the trust that a right. mere mortal. We're all failing forward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, like that. I mean, and that's the thing. And so to rebuild trust in your marriage, you know, there's three things you need mm-hmm. to have. The first one is forgiveness. Yep. You've got to have a willing spirit to forgive and to start that process. Mm-hmm. And you also need reconciliation. Yep. And that's important because what that means is is you've got one spouse who's willing to forgive and you've got two spouses who are going, I want to move forward. I Mm -hmm. want to get better at this. I want to reestablish the trust. Lots of times there's only one of you doing that. Yeah. And there's desperation and you settle for a lot and Mm. you tolerate way more than you should. And you're the only one in this marriage moving forward. Right. Yeah. Forgiveness takes one. Mm-hmm. but reconciliation is a two-person sport. Right, that's right. And mm-hmm. then the third one that comes right along with that is repentance. Mm-hmm. You can't move forward without repentance. And that's going to be one of the first questions, because that's what we're going to give you today, is a few questions you need to ask to know whether or not you can trust your spouse. And here's the first one. Has there been repentance? Mm-hmm. Do you have a spouse who is like, I admit that what I did, you know, Acts 3.19 talks about repent, turn back, that your sins may be blotted out. Mm. So you need to have a spouse who says, I did wrong, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to turn from that, and I'm going to accept the consequences of that. Yeah. Are they accepting responsibility and yes. the consequences? Not just wanting to go, okay, yeah, I know this happened, but now let's move on. Right. Now, now right. you just need, now I'll just get over it and suck it up. And, yeah, you know, and that's going to be another question we're <laughs> yeah. going to get to because, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it is, mm-hmm. is you want to know that they get it. And this can take time to unfold. Sure. Forgiveness is a process. It's, it is a process. Yeah, you, you make that up. the decision to forgive, but then all the feelings that tag along with it and the triggers that keep coming back and back. So mm-hmm. you, when you choose to forgive, you forgive, but letting the feelings, you know, roll out, that's a process. Mm-hmm. Repentance is the same way. Right. Well, you know, I just wanted to add on to the forgiveness because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people get wrong ideas of forgiveness and, mm-hmm. and, and they think that, well, it means that it's okay or it means that what they do, they could do it again. No. No, we're not suggesting yeah. that. It's it, not it, condoning. It, I like to think of it or is taking someone off of your hook and putting it onto God's hook, mm-hmm. who's infinitely better and more capable of being able to handle it. But it's a process, like you were saying. Right. You got to put them onto God's hook. Got to stop taking it off of God's hook. Right. You know, got to cast your cast your burdens and you leave it there until you go through this process to where you're able to kind of get to the end of that. Right. And why we can do that, Psalm 147.3 says that he, as in God, heals the brokenhearted and bandages the wounds. Mm. And so we Mm -hmm. don't need to put our spouse in a position for them. We don't need to wait to forgive them in order for them to heal our wounds. Yeah. They're being willing and they're being repentant. They're being apologetic is great, but it is not necessary because you're not dependent on them Mm -mm. to heal the wounds. And then being repentant, that's not what heals you. No. That's That's what helps rebuild trust, but it's not what brings healing. God Mm -hmm. is the one who heals. And that's why it's so important to forgive because that's a command from God Mm -hmm. and that's for his glory and your benefit. The wounder has nothing to do with this situation. Right. This is for you and God. Let me give him glory by walking Mm -hmm. in forgiveness because he told me to. 
and let me rely on God to bring that healing forth. Sure, yeah, that's a hard pill for some people to swallow. That you, 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 yeah. you can, you actually need to forgive even if they don't say they're sorry, yes. even before they say that they're sorry. Yes, and so you want to do that, but repentance can be the same kind of rollout to where you know what I am sorry and all that, but then all of a sudden they they don't see immediately all the consequences, mm, all mm-hmm. the damage sure. that is done. We've seen couples with adultery where it's been a year later and all of a sudden a light bulb go- goes off and they see, oh my gosh, I didn't know I stole that from my wife when mm. I did that. Mm-hmm. You know, And so it can be a process that unfolds over time and that's okay, but it has to be foundational. If you're going to reconcile, if you're going to rebuild trust, repentance has to be part Absolute. of the yeah. equation. Doesn't need to be there for forgiveness. Mm-mm. But if you want to rebuild, yes, it needs to be there. And the second question you want to ask is, has my spouse made efforts to make amends or do they even seem to care that they've hurt me? Mm -hmm. If there is this dismissiveness or this flippant behavior, you know, like just get over it, like you had briefly mentioned, Mm -hmm. that's a problem. I said I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a problem. And if this goes down to the actions, this is the the repentance is that turning away. This is the follow up to that. Mm -hmm. This is I have turned from that and now I am doing something different. Right. And, and owning that and making efforts to making that. This is the, if we're talking about adultery, this is the, here's my phone. Here's all my passwords. Ask mm-hmm. me any question you want to know. I'm willing to be vulnerable. Right. I'm willing to, to extend trust to you that I'm knowing mm-hmm. that you're not going to treat me like a child for the rest of our relationship. But right. I'm, that you, I, that this but right is, now. For right now, though, I'm going to give you the reassurance. I'm mm-hmm. going to give you everything that you need in order for you to feel whole again, in order for you to be able to be, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, for our relationship to be restored and for you to think, to be able to believe that I mean what I say. Yeah. And it's part of accepting those consequences. Mm -hmm. You know what, when you do things like that, it may mean you lose some of your, you know, privacy that you once had before, or, Mm -hmm. you know, you need to share more and your spouse Mm -hmm. does have the right now to be up in your business way more than they were. Well, and look, we talked about this. You, you would you, because you all get married to become one flesh, mm. and you talk about the privacy. And I'm not saying that look, you can't have any privacy that once you right. get married. Yeah. You, but you should be able to share any and everything. Right. I mean, a couple. In my opinion, a couple bathroom things probably yeah. just need to be left unsaid. <laughs> but else, any and everything. Yeah. So, do I necessarily you know have every conversation that I have? Do I mm-hmm. do I share with my wife? Well, no, because we're we're in you know, we, we work with clients and stuff like that, but, if, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but it's like, it's like, if she has a conversation with a friend, if it's not the friend's trust being betrayed, if it's just her ideas mm-hmm. and her thoughts, those are things that I'm privy because we're, we're privy to, because we're two becoming one flesh. Right. There's, there's no reason for us to be hiding, withholding from each other. Right. 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 Well, this is my business. No, I got married. It's it's a we right. business. That's right. Is that too strong? No, I mean a little bit, but it should be. Mm-hmm. This is marriage. It is a big deal. It is two becoming one. That is the design of it. And like with you, I'm not all up on your phone all the time. No. I'm not, you know, no. looking for you on my phone where you're at and all that mm-hmm. because we have trust. Absolutely. But when trust is violated, I'm now allowed to do those things whenever sure. I want you have in all order my to rebuild it. That's right. And, I have and all so your I'm not sharing all that stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. getting all that from you because I don't need to, but it's always available. And I know that. Absolutely. And that's part of it. People so, have nothing to hide, hide nothing. That's right. That is right. So number three, here's the, the third question. 
do they take ownership for what they did or do they still make justifications? Mm. Mm-hmm. This is the, you know, I'm sorry, but, but yeah. you know, if, if I only cheated because we don't ever have sex, mm. you know, th- which is, oh my gosh, that's a no. whole episode in itself. That yeah. is not, that's not the thing. No. That's, that's not it. You know, so it, it, are there justifications there? Is there the, like, I know that I did that wrong, but you, mm-hmm. it was like what you were saying with the, the little lies. It's like, but you knew I was busy. You knew this was going to be too hard, whatever it is. Or, well, I only cheated because I got drunk. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Yeah, you know, it and it's not, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Mm-hmm. No justifications because trustworthy people don't blame. Trustworthy people take ownership. Right. Well, because if you're not owning it, then how can you change it? If it's, That's if it's right. these other if situations. If you're just a victim, if, if what you're saying, I only did it because yeah. I was a victim, well, how can I trust you if I know that somebody else is in control of the choices you're making? Right. Other circumstances might happen that could then lead to you doing something else that's hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you yeah, know. you can't. So, that's more anxiety. Yeah. More anxiety. I need to know that no matter what, you're going to be a man of character. Mm-hmm. If you, whatever you own, you have the ability to right. control and to change. And these are not unreasonable. It, it feels like no. all of this is so strong, but this it's, is foundational stuff. It, it's, it, you know what? Here's, here's going to be a strong statement. And you know, you usually mm-hmm. hear this from me. It's what big people do. Yes. It's yeah. what, it's what big people do. They, That's exactly uh, they right. own their, their choices and their mm-hmm. decisions. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> number four, I know strong there, baby strong. Number four, is your spouse dependable and following through on the things they say they would do, or are they all just empty words? Mm-hmm. Are you just hearing the appeasings, the, you know what, okay, fine, fine, because I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Because I'm tired of this. And, and this was us mm-hmm. again. This I, can I don't go like sitting scale. in my stink. Yes. Can we yeah. just move on? Yes. And so there has to be follow through. When are you going to get over this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big question. And Mm -hmm. and that's part of it. Like, are you being rushed to get over something, you know, and because that you shouldn't have the pressure for that. And that really applies when it's, you know, bigger things, but even the little things, what helps a betrayed spouse get over it is witnessing changed behavior, repetitive, chronic (laughs) changed behavior. You think? (laughs) Yes. I mean, that's the thing. And so if you've got a spouse pushing you, okay, I told you I was sorry. We've talked Mm -hmm. about this. Now you do have to check yourself in this and make sure that you're not, you know, not growing because it was such a traumatic event and you are too scared because sometimes if your spouse has changed behavior, a, a history of it now they've developed and you're still stuck that's on you, you know, mm. to get the help mm-hmm. you need to go through that. But if there's no changed behavior, if there's no new trust being rebuilt, then it's not reasonable to expect you to trust mm. your spouse. Yeah. They have to earn that back. Again, trust is earned. And then the last one, this kind of checks the character of your spouse and this checks all our mm. character. Mm-hmm. We're we're not all going to pass this, but it's still a big question. It's is my spouse the same person that they are at home, at church, at work and with friends? Yeah. 
you know, again, we're not all going to pass that. I mean, we're, we're different. We'll be in a knockdown drag out fight. And if a pastor comes forward at the door, you know, we're going to change that when the phone rings. I was just thinking, yeah, record any, not any car, record most cars on the way to church. (laughs) (laughs) Hit the parking lot. Uh, Yeah. And so this is something that we should work on as individuals, Mm -hmm. but where it's big is where people at work or friends would have no idea. Like if you were to tell them this situation happened and they would not even believe you. They're like, what? He's such Mm -hmm. a good guy. He would never do that. And you're seeing this man who's raging at home all the time or this woman who's doing all these things, but none of their friends, nobody at church would ever have a clue. They're big volunteers at church doing all this, but they come home and they speak to you like trash and they're not willing to change any of their behaviors. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Because we need to consistently be who we are. Absolutely. One of the times I've heard a character being described as doing the right thing for the right reasons. And integrity is doing the right thing when no one else was watching and will know about it. Yes. And that's what it comes down to. So those are questions you want to be asking if you need to rebuild trust in your marriage, or if you're wondering, you know what, should I even rebuild this? Is my spouse worthy of being trusted? Because do not fool yourself. You cannot rebuild a marriage without trust being rebuilt. So you need that forgiveness. You need that desire to, to change and to reconcile, and you need repentance. Anything else, if you're not building upon trust, you've got a very cracked foundation and you're never going to have that God-centered marriage. You're never going to have a marriage you can trust and you're setting yourself up to live a life of walking on eggshells mm. and and vulnerability where there actually is real threats. Yeah. And so we don't want that. And so forgiveness, it's always good. You always want to walk in forgiveness, but biblical fi- forgiveness does not equal restored trust. Yeah. And so it's not only okay to hold your spouse to these standards, it's necessary for your marriage, especially if you want to enjoy the journey. <laughs>